Hey, Kristen. Hey, Mom. Is this a good time? It's okay. What's going if on? you'll give me one minute. Hold sure. on just a minute. Sure. Okay, now I'm ready. What were you up to? I was getting, I was getting my old lettuce heads out of the <laughs> lettuce keeper in my new one that I had washed and drained in, and I didn't want to leave it out of the refrigerator. Oh, okay. That sounds so good. done. Very yeah. good. So this week was good. Yes, it was. It ended on a real cliffhanger, right? I'm sitting here trying to think how it ended. (laughs) So Maxie went to the graveyard. Oh, yeah, and somebody came. Yes. And I'm wondering whether it was Spinelli or if if what happened. I know. She looked really spooked in the graveyard, but she went to go to visit Nathan because she's just having some cold feet about getting married to Peter. And she sees this person off camera and says, what are you doing here? Uh-huh. Jason said Nell. Nell. It's not. Nell. It is not. It's not. He said it was Nell. Um, and so oh, no. she might have come out of the graveyard. I've been waiting for her to show her face all along. I know. That would be, spooky, that would be pretty spooky. And the other part of the cliffhanger was Anna and Valentine deciding yeah. to deal with Peter. So. Yes. So there's a lot that we're. I don't think this wedding is going to happen. <laughs> but it was so you were I hope not. Yeah. It, it didn't make Valentine's Day. I've already missed out on that. <laughs> yeah. Basically it's gonna be a Saint Patrick's Day wedding at this point. So So yeah, so she's having some real doubts and she's getting really annoyed and upset with people who are trying to talk to her and warn her about things. She got really annoyed with Brit. She was like vaguely annoyed with Nina. She was pretty annoyed with Nina when she ordered her home not to come to the wedding. Yeah, everyone's getting disinvited to this wedding. (laughs) So Spinelli, speaking of, so Spinelli went, they were all, basically everyone is at the church or wherever they're getting married. And every person who is getting married is far away from getting dressed. I know it. So all of the guests are there. The uh, fans brother and um chase dad yeah. arrived dressed and everybody else is not dressed yes sam is funny. dressed if, if, if you're the one getting married you're still far away from being ready for this <laughs> wedding but if you're attending you're ready and you're going to be waiting a few you're hours ready for it to happen <laughs> so among those guests was spinelli and obviously he's very nervous about it and peter called him in and told him to go home and just pretend that he's sick and tell people that he's sick that he he is not allowed to come into the wedding anymore. So that's the first dis- disinvitation. And then that uh-huh. was followed by Nina. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody can come. And um, I think it might be Alex, see. Mom. Like, So here's the thing. It could be Spinelli, but I was wondering if it might be Alex coming to the graveyard. But I thought she died by the wheel being delivered to um, Dr. Obrick. Took that envelope that was from Alex's attorney. Yeah. Yes. And she, what Alex had sent, did you see Obrick watching that um, video video on the computer? And Alex said, if you're watching this, I'm, I've, I've died. I'm gone. Yes. So, but here's the thing though, 
her body was never recovered. Like she was just lost at sea, basically. So, and and so I can see her coming back for the wedding day. Like that would be the most important thing. And Oba creeped into Peter's office to try to get dirt on him. And that was when she found out that his real mother is Alex. And that means that Peter knows that his real mother is Alex, right? I think, yeah, because I think he's sensing it. Yes, because he's getting really evil. Evil. And the funny thing is that Obrecht took that with her, so they won't even know it till she springs it on him. Oh, that's so true. That's so funny. But he might already know, right? Do you think it wasn't, he's just sensing it. He hasn't looked at the video. Thing. I think he senses it. There's no way he could really know it yeah. because they never did even mention it to him. Valentine and Finn and Anna kept it pretty much between them. Right. And Anna finally knows the truth about Peter. She finally gets that he's completely evil and that she was wrong about him. And she goes mm-hmm. to confront him about it with like, you know, some evidence. And he takes it out of her hands and just burns it. <laughs> So she, let him. she just like let him. <laughs> That's such a for for someone who was like a super spy. It seems such a strange thing they would not have made a copy before they went to see him. Right. That, I don't know. Um, that's pretty unbelievable. And the fact that she let him just take it whenever. Yeah. She's fought stronger Peter than uh, people than Peter. Absolutely. But <laughs> she doesn't. She definitely knows that she wants to stop Maxie from getting married to Peter. So that's already. Mm-hmm. That's already going to be an interesting thing that plays out. But they don't want to face Peter. They want the him to get caught in his own yeah. way. Of- right. They want the WSB to be the ones to prosecute him. Uh-huh. I think it would be funny, though, if the wedding went forward and when they ask if anyone disagrees with this marriage, if it's Anna that says no. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see if they even make it to the I know. court or wherever they're getting married. We'll see how far up because the Because the last I saw of Finn, he was in the hospital. Right. And had promised uh, Jackie he wouldn't get the DNA results before the wedding. Yeah. And uh, so he was in the hospital. Anna and Valentine's at, still at the house. And everybody else is gathering. Everyone else is gathering. And Maxie's in the graveyard. <laughs> so this wedding is weeks away. <sighs> oh, but that was. I hope a- there's not a news conference Monday because I'd like to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited about what happens next. It needs to got. It needs to not get pushed later. <laughs> well, when it gets pushed later, it's usually the next day before I see it because. It's so late when uh, Spectrum puts it on demand <laughs> that I, I don't stay up and watch it. So then the week started with Carly and Jax getting cleared for any responsibility with regard to Nell's death. So that's right. over. But Carly is mm-hmm. still pissed. Especially when she walked in and saw Michael and... and Willow. With... Wiley. Wiley. Yeah. I know that was a very sweet thing that they did. They brought they brought Wiley. It was yeah. They brought Wiley over to Nina's to Crimson to the office to just start having you know Wiley having a relationship with his grandmother, and it was something that Nina has been pushing for but hasn't said anything about yet. So it was nice to see that they were already going to do it. But then Carly walked in and saw what was happening, and she flipped out. And whenever they left, she laid the law down to Nina. So I don't, 
I, I don't think the war is over between Nina and Carly. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't think so either. But I thought that it was nice that they did it. And I did too. And I thought Nina handled it good too. She didn't try to no. push herself on Wally as his grandmother. She was just polite. Mm-hmm. and sweet with him, and he seemed to like her. Uh-huh. He, he's a cute little fella. <laughs> yeah, he's a cute baby. And then Michael and Willow ended up ending Valentine's, well, their Valentine's date, maybe. Um, maybe it was the pre-Valentine's date. I don't really know how the timeline is working right now. <laughs> I know, because everything got messed up because of the trial. <laughs> um, I think that they ended their date separately, and then they ended up watching Love Actually together that night. Together. Mm-hmm. Which I think is so funny, because that is a Christmas movie. That is not, uh, that, that is the movie that you watch only at Christmas, I feel like. I think I've seen that, but I don't even remember it. It's been so long. I'm sure you've seen it, Mom. I think I've watched it with you. <laughs> Probably, and I know it would come back if I sat down to watch it again, but I I could when they were talking about it, I thought that's an old one, but I can't really yeah. remember it. We watch mm. it every single year. It's it's on our list of Christmas movies that we try to get through because oh. th- that's what feels like Christmas. It's like that and Home Alone and <laughs> Elf and Christmas Vacation. Those are like the movies that I think that we consider to be the Christmas. Like, as long as you see The all only of those. one of those that I ever watch over is Christmas Vacation. Well, it makes me laugh so hard. Uh-huh. It's so funny. <laughs> Christmas Vacation and uh, the other movie that I could watch anytime and just roll just like I hadn't seen it is John Candy and the Great Outdoors. Yes, that's such a good movie. <laughs> I love that movie, too. Jason loves You love Great Outdoors. Oh, God, it's so funny. Lips and assholes. (laughs) (laughs) Big Bear's after me. Oh, our Big Bear's back. He's finished hibernating. He went down the road the other night, and Chad says, Chad saw him. I didn't. He's about doubled in size. Oh, wow. And Gus saw him and ran up and down the fence for at least 30 minutes barking. Oh, <laughs> so wonder how long he hibernated for. Not long. Not long, but you know, we've had a real strange winter, yeah. 70 degrees one day and cold the next. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to get back to this in just a second. I just recently found out that when bears hibernate, they don't go to sleep for months. They're just low energy. Did you know that? I knew that. And uh, <laughs> I... <laughs> The funny thing is, I kind of thought that our bear never did really go to sleep good because we saw him here and there. Yeah. But he did disappear for about the last month. Aww. Or she, it may be a she, I don't know. But at any rate, but the reason I knew that was because, did you read that article about the bear that hibernated under the house in the crawl space (gasps) of this house in Tennessee? No. I have to read that. This man started smelling gas. Uh Uh-huh. And he called the gas company because he could tell it was was probably a gas leak. And the gas man uh, went down to check it, and it was just a crawl space under their house. Mm Mm-hmm. And he came back and he said, there is a leak and I can fix the leak, but you've got bigger problems than the gas leak. Oh, my God. And the man said, what is it? And he said, there's a mama bear (gasps) and three cubs and they're all asleep under there. And he said, (laughs) apparently when she was making her den, she tore the gas thing loose and it had just started leaking. 
Oh, my goodness. So he called Wildlife, and Wildlife came to see if they could get him out. And the mama bear panicked and ran. And they took the cubs in. And the cubs didn't even have hair on the feet. It had a picture of them, and that, you, they must have just been pretty newborn. Aww. And they told the man that there was no way that that bear would come back yeah. because once her uh, den had been disturbed, she wouldn't come back. Yeah. So they would just plan on raising the babies and trying to get them in with another bear family. Yeah. That night, the bear came back. Oh, my God. He called Wildlife and told them that the bear was back and under his house. Oh, my God. But in the meantime, while the bear was out, the gas company fixed the leak and fixed it to where she couldn't get to the lines. <laughs> and <laughs> they boarded it off somehow. So anyway, the Wildlife asked them if they had any problem, if he had any problem with the bear finishing her hibernation under there. Uh-huh. And... He told them no, that it was fixed to where she couldn't disturb the gas line now, so he didn't have a problem with it. And they brought the bear cubs back. Aww. And it showed them handing the bear cubs through a vent in the crawl space. Uh-huh. And Mama Bear would come up to that vent and reach out and get them. Oh, uh, she took I her baby. just almost cried watching it. It was so sweet. <laughs> and she'd put the baby down. and Well, you couldn't see her put the baby down, but she'd come back with empty piles and got the other one. And she did that for all three. And, and they left, and she's been under there. <laughs> <laughs> she's just a bear under the house. That's hilarious. She's in Tennessee. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's funny that she had no problems taking the babies back, too, because that could be an issue. Exactly. They didn't, I mean, it was strange all around. They didn't expect her to come back. But she was just, the babies were so knew that she might have just been exhausted and that was her bed (laughs) and so when everybody left she came back to it (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna have to look that up i don't know but it was a sweet story that's really really cute okay cool so then other things that happened so yes finn had told um jackie that he wouldn't check the dna results do you think he's going to follow through on that or not i think he'll probably the wedding probably won't happen and he'll immediately check them yeah i think he will since he told jackie that i think he will he's pretty much a man of his word yeah he's mostly good (laughs) um earlier in the week alexis apologized to olivia but olivia is clearly not ready to forgive her Right. And I wouldn't be either. I wouldn't either. She said the only way she could earn forgiveness was to get treatment. And we'll see if that happens. Mm-hmm. Alexis had one day of sobriety, so we'll see how much longer she can go. How long that lasts. She's had several one days. It's not easy. And then this was a big week for Franco, too. Yes. What do His you think? His tumor is not shrinking from the radiation or chemo, whatever he's having. And uh, his hair's starting to come out, so it's not looking good health-wise for him. No, it's not. But I thought it was sweet that Cam shaved his head in solidarity. Shaved his head. And that Jason got wind of the tumor not shrinking, and he headed over to see if for himself if he needed to shoot him. <laughs> God. Well, we do know that it's getting worse. Well, first of all, I want to talk about the, the haircut. So Cam went upstairs and he just was very upset and he wanted Joss and Trina to shave his head. And he, um, they were very upset about that because his hair is so important. 
<laughs> to all of the girls in the high school. And <laughs> so, but uh, Joss went through it, started shaving him. And what's so funny is that when he came back downstairs, his hair was like perfect. Like <laughs> having it given, obviously had a professional job. Yeah, unless Joss has gone to cosmetology school in her part time. <laughs> because having now given several pandemic haircuts using clippers, I know. <laughs> It won't look that good. <laughs> it doesn't look that good. So it's this like scary, horrifying thing where he's about to shave his head and he comes down looking better than he did before. <laughs> Definitely, because his hair was really shiny. <laughs> so he looks, uh, he made a big sacrifice, but he's come out looking really great. And <laughs> then the scary thing, though, was that Franco's having more and more dreams. And he, in his sleep, woke up and was startled by Cam and attacked him. Mm-hmm. So we are starting to see some of that violent behavior. Right. And Elizabeth, they were going to keep it away from Elizabeth, but now Elizabeth knows, and she's all over the map too, and now Jason knows. And Elizabeth told Franco it was time when he said he couldn't stay there. Yeah. That they put him in Shadybrook, so. Oh, wow. So that's going to happen. And mm-hmm. Cam is still saying that he wants to put off college for a year, but they're having an argument about that. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when I wanted to put off college for a year? Mm-hmm. And you would not let me? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember. <laughs> if I'd have known it was going to cause me to have to move you back from Chapel Hill. <laughs> Maybe you would have let me wait. I let you wait. <laughs> it was too many times carrying a refrigerator up and downstairs. <laughs> Hindsight's <laughs> always twenty twenty. <laughs> well, I'm glad. Um, I will tell you by the time that I was ready to graduate, by the time that the four years had passed, and I did graduate in four years, which I think is kind of rare these days. It's very unusual anymore. <laughs> but by the time um, I was in my fourth year, I was really ready to be done. So I'm glad that I didn't skip a year. I was ready to be done with that. You were ready to be out. Yeah. I took a gap year, but I spread it out over five years. <laughs> Jason said he took a gap year, but he spread it out over five years. <laughs> yeah, I think you took some gaps here and there. Oh, well. Sometimes the gaps were for th- a little gappy. Sometimes Jason's gaps were in the middle of the semester, and sometimes they were right in the middle of a class. Uh, Oh, that's funny. Whenever it worked. Whatever. Yeah, it's all over now. (laughs) (laughs) So they're all fighting about that. And then I want to talk a little bit about Curtis. So Curtis is going to quit the PI business, and he's buying a nightclub. Right, which seems... Sort of a strange occupation change, but we've got a new eating place in Port Charles. So, uh, or <laughs> yeah, we need someone to take care of it. Apparently, when the floating rib blew up, they, they've not got it remodeled yet. <laughs> no, no, it takes too much time. So, Curtis mm-hmm. is there to save the day and, and bring a new place for people to hang out. <laughs> I also think, honestly, there are too many nightclubs in Port Charles. I think, like, nobody really go. like, I don't know. I think that per capita, they have too many now like who's going to a nightclub you know <laughs> not now but you know Port Charles has never addressed COVID right well I just mean in general mom everyone who lives in Port Charles is kind of too old to go to a nightclub is that crazy <laughs> I feel like it's Joss and Trina and Cam are the only ones and it would be a teen place and it would have to be a teen place until you know a year or two from now anyway. I can't drink yet <laughs> um <laughs> So, um, 
Also, also found yes. something strange about Curtis. He's a recovering drug addict. Uh, yeah. And it's very unusual for a drug addict to not also quit alcohol oh. if they're actually recovered. That's interesting. And then going I into the nightclub that, business, that's going to be a little tough, I think. Mm-hmm. I thought that was strange. Interesting. But you know who's doing really good? Florence. <laughs> Florence in Vermont is doing better than anybody. <laughs> no, she looked about dead whenever I she know. was <laughs> at the care place. And now she and Bobby are reading romance novels and having a good time. I know. I think they need to investigate that care center because they're... Yeah, they were just keeping her doped up. Yeah. But that's where Cyrus paid yes. to have her... Yeah, that's where Cyrus had her put up. And now mm-hmm. she probably didn't need that kind of treatment. And we're seeing that she's much better off with Bobby. So she's been mm-hmm. kidnapped, but she's a lot happier than she used to be. She was very happy. <laughs> <laughs> so we saw them... We saw Florence and Bobby hanging out. And then Martin and Jackie have tracked them down. So they came to see her. And she was very happy with Martin, that seemed to go well. And then at the end of their visit, she started giving an interview to Jackie about Cyrus. Cyrus. So she's about to talk. A and lot that of shit. managed that interview managed to get the hospital board to vote against manufacturing submitting that drug to the FDA. Yes. So. So she accomplished. She blocked him in one. In place. one way. Gosh, their mm-hmm. relationship is a messy one. Um, and then there was also a little bit with Taggart. So apparently he's not seeing Portia and Trina. He's refusing to see them. See everybody. Mm-hmm. So um, Jordan is helping Portia out by taking the blame for that and saying that she's not allowing any visitors. But that's their sort of secret arrangement now. Mm-hmm. I wonder why he isn't seeing people. I don't know. You know, they had a temporary tiger in there. Oh, right. So I, don't, I don't know if that's tied together or not. They're waiting for the old tiger to come back. <laughs> <laughs> He's not seeing people until he's himself again. He's not seeing people until the old guy comes back. <laughs> and then, I don't know. And then the creepy thing was Ava and Ryan. So Ava got several more gifts and a letter when she was on her date with Nicholas and they became convinced that it was Ryan who was sending the things. And so they went to the hospital to see Ryan, even after being told that he was still unresponsive. Um, Uh And so Ava went into his room and she crushed the cockroach in front of Ryan and she got right in his face and she was really mean with him and he didn't really respond to her except for blinking but when he, after he she left the room, we noticed that there was a letter on the table that was returned to sender that he was sending to Spencer Cassidyne. Uh huh. What do you think he sent to Spencer? I don't know. He's trying I to like. Know. He's trying to mess up that relationship, though. Uh huh. Yeah. Wonder how he operates. Well, I, obviously, somebody's he's more he's got more on the ball than than he's playing. So. Yeah. He either is doing it himself or he's got an accomplice, but I don't know who it is. <laughs> I hate him. I hate that character. I hate him so much. Just, he... I was really hoping they'd killed him off for good this time. <laughs> <laughs> and here he came back. I know. The people that you want to stay go and the people that you do not want to watch anymore just stay forever. Yeah, I hate that character. Stay forever. <laughs> was there anything else that you noticed on the show this week? Uh, just, uh, Bobby's mother was back and she was going to spend time with, um, Monica, uh, well, Well, she and Monica, 
she, Monica and um, Bobby's mother uh, managed to get the board to turn that vote, to vote against the drug. Right. But then when she when it went off or at the end when she was with Bobby, she was telling Bobby that uh, she was going to go stay with um, my mind blank the Dante's ex wife um, that's in the nursing home for. From Lulu. the bomb. Lulu. Lulu. Yeah. That she was going to make sure that Lulu was being taken care of. Oh, that's Which sad. makes me think that they're going to bring Lulu back before it's over. Hopefully they do. I like mm-hmm. Lulu. I do too. So what do you think is going to happen next week? Well, hopefully we'll... Well, the letter got returned from Spencer, so... Yeah. So we won't hear any more about that. So it'll be the wedding, I guess, and whoever's at the cemetery with... The, Donald Maxie. Do you think it's Spinelli? Who do you think it is? I think it's Spinelli. Okay. You're probably right. Because she didn't seem happy to see them. She seemed kind of annoyed. Well, she was mad at him because he had called and told her he wasn't going to be at the wedding. Yeah. She didn't know Peter was behind it. Yeah. Hmm. Well, we'll have to see. We'll see. It's either Peter, I mean, it's either uh, Spinelli or Obrecht. Oh, it could be Obrecht. You're right. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't you be more shocked to see Obrecht? I don't know. We'll see. I would think so. Well, I think... She doesn't... Maxie is, doesn't know that Obrecht's out. Right. What if it's Nathan? It's not Nathan. Nathan's dead. He's not. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. Nathan's dead. <laughs> and Nathan's fell. Nathan's on the Hallmark <laughs> Channel now. He's yeah. dead. <laughs> what is Nathan doing now? It's the Hallmark He's channel. doing Hallmark movies. Oh, good for him. I've seen him two or three times here lately. <laughs> <laughs> That's the afterlife. For- By the way, <laughs> speaking of other jobs, we saw Brando in an HPV commercial. <laughs> it was HPV, oh. right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, maybe, I think so. It was a pharmacy commercial. What and was it called? I don't know. I think it was the, far- I think it was the HPV vaccine, but maybe not. Yeah. Could have been Gardasil or anything. I have no idea what it was. But um, I was cooking, and Jason was watching TV, and he goes, isn't that Brando? And I, like, walked in, and I was like, there it is. And it was just Brando taking a run in a drug commercial. <laughs> well, you got to work. You got, I get that. You have to work. And last time we saw him, he was in the hospital shot in the leg. I know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so you gotta take work and i bet he's i i hopefully he's getting great residuals from that ad all right well i think that's it for this week don't you i think that's it all right i'm talking gh with my mom 